Welcome back, everyone, to Podside. This is, of course, Carlo. And again, we welcome you to yet another episode of Year of the New Sun. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, you are very late. Mm. Um, we are at the last book, Citadel of the Autark. Uh, we will be covering chapters uh, 11 through 20. Um, and so... Um, with me today, uh, traveling along this difficult road, uh, are none other than Chris and Kurt. Hey, Carlo. Hey, what's up? Hey. Not much. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. It's me, Italian Severian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the claw. <laughs> I, the, the, the man who do not want the claw, he get the two a claw. <laughs> mm hmm double the double the obligation um anyway so yeah we'll be uh talking about citadel of the artark as we're rounding out like basically we got what maybe two more sessions to finish out uh the entire book yeah and finish out the entire series Oof. and uh so um, <laughs> there's, and there's so many questions in this straightforward <laughs> plot that we've been following. Uh, it's I, I very mean, will, simple. Will Severian defeat Baldanders in the final conflict? Uh, <laughs> will he ascend to the throne? Uh, who the fuck knows? Honestly, <laughs> yes, he will ascend to the throne. We know the ending. That yeah. bastard. He, he, that bastard. He, Gene Wolfe told us the beginning. Told us the he, ending at the beginning. He backed into the the the, the throne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to wonder if he was, um, if he made like the beeping sound as he backed in. <laughs> never, never have I been in so, uh, never have been, have I been so invested in a story with no apparent stakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a straightforward story that is told secondhand. <laughs> yes. Like from a distance. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, this covers, um, we, we finish out the, uh, the stories that um, Severian was supposed to judge um, by, uh, what was it? Foila, Melito, and Halvard. Uh, and we get a special uh, <laughs> guest storyteller, none other than, uh, oh shit, what is his name? Loyal to the Council of Seventeen. There yes. we go, Loyal to the Council of Seventeen. Uh, who, uh, a I mean. A he's an Askian soldier? Yes, Askian. Okay, and, and so they they are the the enemies of um, the Autark and the Commonwealth, I believe, as they're called. So um, mm -hmm. they're they're they are the 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 uh, people that are fighting in the in the like off you know the the war that's always talked about, but it's pretty much off screen or off page. Well, we get a little bit of it here, but well, not, yeah, not yeah, <laughs> we'll get to it a little bit in, yeah. near the end of these this batch, but. So, uh, gents, what do you, what, what do we think about uh, loyal to the group of seventeen and the portrayal of the Askins? I think it's really fascinating. Yeah, um, I think that it speaks to. So, there's a really good observation in this particular block of chapters where um, that I think really solidified what Wolf was. I don't know if it was what he's trying to accomplish is the right way of putting it. But he makes this point, or Severian, G Gene Wolfe, with his hand up inside the puppet Severian, uh, making it talk, <laughs> makes this observation about how um, 
one of the lessons he learns from Loyal to the Council of Seventeen's story is uh, that you know not, not something within the story itself, but like a lesson from for, he took from its telling was that uh, is, it was was like how how deeply a desire to communicate is is part of of being a person, even though mm. there's, there's also a bunch of disagreement in this block of chapters over w- whether ASCIIans are truly human. Mm-hmm. Um, Severian seems to feel that they are. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and he says that, you know, he, th- no, e- even if you take someone and you, you make it so that they can only speak in the words of their masters, they will devise a language that allows them to communicate whatever thoughts enter into their heads Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but like, like within that, within those confines. And it really, um, I, it felt like a very observation, a very interesting observation or, or framework of, of like, it's, it's this fundamental aspect of being a person that is able to escape no matter what, what constraints, like, even if you take away in theory, in, in a very like, you know, 1984 way, like, you know, you by it's actually, okay. That. That's a good way of of putting it. Maybe is that there's this idea in something like 1984 that by controlling language you can control the thoughts that people have, mm-hmm. and this almost seems in direct opposition to it. That even if you can completely control someone's language, their 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 inner life will still persist, and they will find a way to have an inner life and to express it, even if you completely control their their language and the uh, apparent appearance of their thought and that was my big takeaway and it felt like the main thing that was trying to be done also it's just a cool concept i'll shut up now (laughs) hey everyone what you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode to hear the rest and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content as well as our patrons only discord chat become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash Podside Picnic.